Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Group's podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Hello, and welcome to another installation of the Central American Group podcasts. In these discussions, we speak with internal and external. Hello, and welcome to another installation of the Central American Group's podcasts. These discussions are held with experts that are internal to the company and external to the company. Today we have uh, someone with a wide range of experience in the cost of medical device sector. He's external to the company. He's worked with many uh, medical device manufacturers in Costa Rica. Therefore, he has a wide breadth of knowledge uh, concerning that industry. Today I'd like to welcome Marco Bruno to our podcast. How are you today, Marco? Good morning, Steve. Uh, thank you for having me. Is there anything you'd like to tell us about in terms of your biography so that uh, you know our listeners would have a good idea of what your experience has been? Sure. Uh, again, my name is Marco Bruno. I'm an industrial engineer with an MBA. I've been working for uh, companies uh, in the medical industry, in the medical sector for around 20 plus years. Uh, names like uh, Microvention, Terumo, like Confluent Medical, like Align Technologies, like Viridian Medical, uh, mostly uh, on the operation part, but uh, very, very happy to, to be in this sector, especially when you know that you are doing something that is eventually going to be saving lives. Well, you know, you mentioned quite a, a number of well-known companies there. Um, we know that uh, in addition to those companies, Costa Rica is a hotspot and has been for the last couple of decades for medical device manufacturers that are looking to um, work in, a, in an environment uh, such as the one provided by Costa Rica. But I'm wondering if you can tell us what are the factors that have made uh, Costa Rica a hotspot for the medical device industry? Yes, uh, I will have to say that the Costa Rica, it's been, the lo- it, it is the longest democracy in, in, in Latin America. It is a very friendly country. It's, um, we have no army. Uh, we dedicated most of the money for the army to education. So that'll make our people, uh, we have a little, little C uh, rate of around eight, and 95%, 98% last time that I heard. So just right there, it will make the uh, people to be trained uh, easier. Um, shorter uh, learning curves, uh, follow, following instructions, uh, following all uh, the needs to do in order to create a uh, very good company. That's, that's what we find in Costa Rica, friendly country, allied of the U.S., our primary market, for many, many years. So, so I, the fact that we are uh, in, cent- in mountain central time, that'll make it easier for conference calls or for uh, uh, any kind of a meeting. And also, we are three hours away from Miami, Houston, uh, same day, delivery, daily flights. I don't know how many flights uh, from U.S. companies are coming down to Costa Rica. So I, I think a mix of all of that that I just say, it's what makes uh, Costa Rica a very sweet spot for medical device, device industries. You know, um, 
You mentioned that uh, the company, excuse me, the country has a literacy rate of somewhere between 95 and 98 percent. Um, you know, that is a, a plus, obviously, as you mentioned, regarding training individuals. But what else is so uh, special about the workers and technical people in, in Costa Rica? Again, it's got to be related to the education. Uh, you know, again, Costa Rica is not spending money on any army though we are spending money on education, which make it easier for people that is going to be trained to follow instruction, to read those instructions. Now, lately, uh, there's a second language that is being taught in schools and universities, which is English, sometimes French, mostly take English, which also makes it easier uh, for us to educate those. And there's a bunch of universities, especially technical universities, especially, especially technical universities that are you know, now providing uh, courses uh, to become industrial engineer, mechanical engineer, uh, which make it easy not only for the people that are going to be working on the product, but also the people that are going to be um, working on in, in, uh, engineering departments, maintenance departments. So I, I guess it's, it's more like the people, uh, the education, the, uh, the way that Costa Ricans are, easy people, friendly uh, very smiley people. I don't know. That that's kind of a that mix that it's creating Costa Rica. Such a success story. Uh, and and I be and I say that because most of the big companies that are in Costa Rica, I don't know, Edward Life Sciences, Abbott uh, Cardiovascular, um, um, Microvention, Smith and Nephew. Those companies, they once they establish in the country, pretty soon you hear when they start. Uh, increasing their uh, print, uh, footprint uh, to increase operations. So um, I, I guess it's a mix of that. Uh, the kind of a people that are working, uh, people that are related, people that are trust, people that are, uh, you know, open, honest. That's, that's, that's what it is, I guess. You know, I, I've read recently, and it's been in place for several years now, uh, that in particular, the University of uh, Minnesota, I believe, has a master's degree in medical device manufacturing that it offers in conjunction with uh, one of the universities uh, of Costa Rica. So, you know, not only do workers in Costa Rica have bilingual uh, education as a favorable attribute, uh, Costa Rica's training people at the master's degree as well. Um, what is Costa Rica capable uh, of doing in terms of medical devices? What different kinds of products are manufactured in your country? That's, that's, that's a very interesting question. Um, we can go from neuromodulation to neuroendovascular, respiratory optics, aesthetics, endoscopy, women's healthcare, there's a company here called Hologic that do most of that, orthopedics, sport medicine, that is related to the guys of Smith and Nephew, radiology, dental, surgical devices, cardiovascular and vascular, ostomy and uh, medication delivery systems. All of that has also been creating a, some of the companies around them that are suppliers uh, that, uh, that works not only on uh, parts for those, uh, uh, for those medical devices that I just said, 
but also supply of, of uh, material. Okay, well, um, you've mentioned a lot of uh, the factors that are in Costa Rica's favor in the medical device uh, sector. Is there any one thing that you would uh, point out as the reason why Costa Rica has become such a competitive company in the medical device industry? There's, I would say the fact that Costa Rica is located strategically very near to the States. Also the fact that Costa Rica, because of uh, free trade zones that we have here, we have in, 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 in free trade agreements that we have with different countries, we have zero uh, tax on import and export. Though like China, every product that's coming from China to the U.S. is paying around 25%. Costa Rica is paying zero. And there's, there's also an interesting thing here, Steve, which is the fact, uh, something that in the medical industry we call speed the market, which is the fact that when you do a product, when you develop a product, the, the best thing you want to do is to put it on the market as soon as possible. And the fact that Costa Rica is very close, it'll make us, it will make us a sweet spot for doing that. And not only that, and one, of, one of the things that I was forgotten is the fact that Costa Rica totally respects the intellectual property IP. That's very important. Uh, you know, you mentioned China with regard to tariffs. China is another issue when it comes to intellectual property as well. Um, That's right. We, we have people sometimes that when they listen to these podcasts, they have questions. And we always like to make the people who have participated in these podcasts available to individuals with their questions. If somebody wanted to uh, ask you something, how would they go about it? Do you have an email address they can contact you at? Yes, of course. And, and I'd be more than glad to uh, answer any kind of a questions. They can reach me at marcobruno at, hot, at hotmail.com. I'm going to say that again, all in uh, uh, small letters, marcobruno at hotmail.com. Okay, Marco. Uh, we will uh, have that email address in the transcript this recording as well uh, for people that might want to get in contact with you. Thanks a lot for joining us today. We really appreciate your insight and your participation and wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Steve, and thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com.